Hello, it's Leah here. And before the episode starts, I just wanted to address a couple of things. First of all, I've mentioned a couple of times that I'm doing a musical theater course in New York, and therefore Odyssey and I are trying to find times around my schedule in which to record these episodes. That being said, there will be snoring in this episode. It won't be entirely overpowering or anything, you'll still be able to hear both Adisi and I very clearly. It is still a very fun episode. And also, secondly, there is like a minute or so of sensitive topics spoken about. Um, so this is a trigger warning. Please check the description for the time codes and specifics on that before you go on, just in case you are triggered by some subjects. All of that being said, please enjoy the episode. Welcome to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. I'm your host, Leah. And I'm your host, Adicia. And this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it. And welcome to November. Um, yes, it was another excuse for me to use a pun. Um, <laughs> and um, they're good puns. It's a fun time to make puns, to be honest. But um, yeah, so we're watching movies that have nuns in them. Um, although you may have been fooled a little bit for a second to thinking this was Camp November <laughs> again, um, because we are covering a movie that happens in a camp, but they're not nearly enough camp musicals um camp the place in which we go to and not camp the concept of anyway camp musicals um (laughs) for us to make it like a regular thing um but you know here we are we're watching holy camp or la llamada a spanish musical that is a stage musical as well i tried to read the wikipedia but it's all in spanish (laughs) And to try and, like, translate every paragraph seemed like way more of a task than it needed to be. And so here we are. We have minimal knowledge about it, except for the lead actress is the sister of one of the co-directors or something like that. So I can give you that tidbit. Anyway, Uh, uh, do you have any history with this? absolutely not <laughs> i don't see i don't see how i would considering it's in spanish and i wouldn't have been able to understand it before it came to netflix this year so <laughs> um how about you i have kind of a history. not really but like a year or so ago i was hanging out with my friends who both speak spanish and um i was like oh let's just play this movie in the background well, like, just so that something's happening while we can talk. And then we immediately got, like, sucked into it. And we were, like, very involved. And it was meant to be, like, a background thing. But here we are, like, at every moment. Like, what's happening? Da-da-da. You know? But, yeah. That's, that's literally my only history with it. And, like, ever since I'm, like, I need everyone I know to see it. I don't know why, but I do need everyone I know to see it. Because it feels like a fever dream a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. But yeah, we can get into it. Sure. So, as Leah mentioned, it is a Spanish film. It's set in Spain. We open the the movie. They, They do a very clever thing fairly early on 
to get rid of the majority of the cast <laughs> that you would expect to have been there. Yeah. Uh, but we'll we'll get there in a second. So we open. Uh, we're in this foresty looking area, campground, typical setting. And we have a Nana sister. Um, seems to be not in the full... Um, habit not one of the matrons but one of the younger sisters uh, she's coming into the cabin to check on the girls who are sleeping in that cabin there's a few I don't know how many but uh, she's just tucking them in checking that they're all there and then she leaves and one of the girls uh, one of the main characters whose name is Maria she turns over in her bed uh, not too long after the nun has left and she is awoken from her sleep by the presence of a a, a staircase glowing of, of, from from where her wall should be and a man descends the staircase and begins to sing Whitney Houston to her now <laughs> If that doesn't tell you the kind of movie that you're going to be in for <laughs> immediately, I don't know what will. I cannot tell you the first time I saw I was like, <laughs> what am I watching? It's so random. It is incredibly random. The man, the mysterious man silhouetted by the brilliant white light in the staircase um, is singing and uh, I will always love you. Uh, which we all know. We know it's by Dolly Parton, but the Whitney version is very popular. So yes. we'll get that out of the way to start with. Um, but she, understandably, seeing this happen, um, freaks out. And she she's there for a bit, but she's continually backing away. And she gets outside the door, shuts the door behind her, is like trying to catch herself. When she goes back inside, it's gone. And when I saw this, I was like, wait, where is this going? Is she like, <laughs> is she having like a hallucination? Is this an episode of something? Is this going to dive into mental health? Like, what is, what is this plot? Because I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know. Um, so, <laughs> uh, she gets back inside, now awake. And we realize that she and her best friend, Susanna... Uh, who is in that cabin with her actually had plans to go to a concert that night they actually overslept and so they immediately change out of their secret uh, clothes that they were wearing beneath their pajamas uh, Susanna I believe has a boyfriend a guy that she's in a relationship with I don't remember his name uh, also they're making he's not important. so much noise like for people so who are noise. sneaking out like they're just like yelling across the room and there's like a girl who's like girl i'm trying to sleep like can you not it's like the first time i dream about being somewhere else then here you wake me up (laughs) but no they are trying to figure out a way because apparently uh susanna's boyfriend had tried to call them before but ended up going to the concert without them because they overslept, I think, by like an hour. So 
they're in the bathroom they're arranging to get a taxi to try to find some way to get out because again they're in the middle of nowhere in a forest in Spain and they end up we get a bit of information that it's an electro latin concert mm-hmm. um and the camp that they're at what is it camp compass i think it's called is it's a facility it's run by nuns it's fairly famous in this world um but they end up getting a taxi they go to the concert it's reggaeton um they're having a delightful time but you can see that maria is still kind of affected maybe by what she saw and maybe by something else you don't know but she's not fully present at the concert when susanna is fully into it like just having the time of her life her boyfriend tells them that he's managed to strike a deal and uh, arrange for them to meet with a producer because Susanna and Maria have a group, a band, uh, they sing together in. It's called Suma Latina. And I'm guessing they're trying to make it in the music industry, but at this news, which someone would be normally happy at, Maria doesn't seem terribly interested. So Susanna goes to meet the producer on her own and... Maria kind of leaves her there. She goes out into the street and makes her own way home. Which, I mean, she's not leaving Susanna alone. She's with her boyfriend. But still, if I came to a place with you, I kind of want to leave with you. Maybe that's just me. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Unless, while we're there, we establish that we are parting ways. Um, yeah. But Maria just sort of takes it upon herself to be like, anyway, I'm, I'm going to bounce. So the next day, we see the camp alive, bustling. Uh, It seems like the girls are all going on a trip to go kayaking. Uh, I don't know how far it's going to take them, but it seems like they're going for the entire weekend. So all of these girls are piling into these... uh, into the bus, and we get properly introduced to the nun that we met the night before, who is... Ma, ma, Milagro? I'm gonna. Milagro? Or something hmm? like that. Milagro? Milagros. <laughs> sister Milagro, who seems to be one of the younger sisters. Uh, we have a few other sisters, but we don't probably. Joseba. That is the name of Susanna's boyfriend. Joseba. Um, but we get introduced to her. She seems to be fairly uh, sweet, kind of shy, mi- mild mannered kind of a kind of a nun she's like um, a little bit high strung but we like yeah. she's like uh, at any moment she could combust like she's that like i don't know how to explain really? it <laughs> yeah i will say that this movie is very like they cry a lot in this movie mm-hmm. like i'm not saying like it's an absurd amount of crying but i feel like majority of the scenes someone is teared up <laughs> and i don't know why <laughs> and it's like if you if you look at their eyes in almost every scene someone's eyes are tearing up mm. and i'm just like can y'all contain like even with one person is laughing someone else will have cried or have been crying <laughs> so maybe they just believe 
the the the, the emotional state of women is very fragile. Um, <laughs> sure. But it's beside the point. So uh, we get introduced to Milagro, but also we get introduced to um, Mother Bernard Ber- Bernarda, uh, who is replacing uh, the previous one. Did she pass away? I don't know. I don't recall if she passed away, but <laughs> she's replacing the previous mother who was there. So initially, we're not certain of the kind of person uh, that Bernarda is. We think she might be one of those um, strict kind of nuns, um, especially when on first meeting, she's informed that they're missing two of the girls that are meant to be uh, going on the trip. And she seems to know about them uh, from beforehand. So she goes to the girls' cabin where they are rightfully oversleeping because they were out the previous night before. And she tells them off. Uh, they're still dressed in their party clothes from the previous night. Um, and they don't seem to take it very seriously until um, some of the other nuns uh, come in and say that uh the other girls are getting kind of antsy in the bus because it's hot and they're overheating so they have the choice to either uh, leave then or evacuate the bus and Bernarda tells them to go ahead without them and leave the two girls here the girls are uh, sad that they won't get to go on the kayaking trip um, they, they say that Mila, they say that Mila girl doesn't like kayaking which but is she why she's also elected like... to stay yeah but she also seems like a little disappointed that she's not going right yeah she's like yeah i don't know she's like oh okay and then and then they're like you don't even like kayaking she's like no no you're right no you're right i don't i don't like kayaking i guess um yeah i was i was i was i was a nuisance the last time i i remember yes and i'm like i don't know if that's the truth but okay Yeah, like I don't, I don't think that was. But they stay behind, so the camp is now pretty much empty except for uh, Sister Bernarda, Sister um, Milagro, Susanna, Maria, and uh, the cook, whose name is Lou... Janice, right? Janice or something like that. Janice. Yeah. Yeah. Janice. But yeah, apart from them, the camp is now empty, which is the thing that I mentioned that they did to make sure that they didn't have to pay all these actors for more than two scenes, um, which is just beautiful. Um, but Bernada orders the girls to clean up all of the stuff, um, clean up uh, the room and make their beds and everything. And. Sister Milagro ends up uh, staying behind and actually doing some of the work, even though it's meant to be the girls that are doing it. Yeah. Um, and she's, but she's like, trying to she's strike so up. Sweet. <laughs> like, this poor woman. She's so sweet. Um, and she's like trying to be like very buddy buddy with them. And they're like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Maria and Susanna end up having a fight. Uh, because uh, well a few things it seems to be and I I do realize now how much I love like 
hearing like native speakers of a language just have like like the young native speakers of a language just have a conversation that sounds weird i know but i think it's just because i haven't heard that many spanish like yeah like it's like when you watch a, a series like watching elite for me is like really great because it's just like really nice to hear that spanish and sort of like learn some of it mm-hmm Maria and Susanna end up having a fight. Uh, Maria left Susanna there, as we mentioned before. Susanna came back uh, drunk to the matron's cabin, I think, asking for a taxi. Um, uh, It sort of devolved into the conversation of uh, Maria changing and acting differently and the fact that Susanna came to the camp to spend time with her um, because uh, I guess in their town they don't have much to do and that they're kind and Maria doesn't think that this is actually gonna go anywhere and that they're not Susanna's being naive trying yeah naive trying to be in the spotlight with this producer um and things like that and it 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 devolves into into a fight which we've only kind of just met the girls so we don't actually know what their relationship fully is but a friend fight is understandable at least Uh, maria stays behind and susanna ends up storming out afterwards um when it starts to get a bit physical and uh sister uh hello Thank you. <laughs> Milagro has to part them. Maria then tries to ask um, Sister Milagro when things have calmed down a bit, and uh, the sister has told her like she doesn't like to see friends fighting. Um, she tries to ask her about because uh, I she doesn't remember Whitney Houston's name. She tries to ask her, but Milagro Milagro goes off on a tangent, which she seems to do like just go on a bit rambling sometimes when she doesn't know what to say but uh maria's really just not having it at that moment because she's confused and conflicted she just had a fight with her friend and she doesn't understand what she saw the night before so she ends up lashing out at milagros as well who takes it like in the heart and decides to just leave maria alone for a while saying that she'll think about the name and then Maria's by herself, which I guess she wanted. Mm-hmm. I think there's a song yeah. that comes. She does sing. Um, is it Si Esto Es Fe? Yeah. Etc. <laughs> During the singing of this song, um she has another apparition um of this suit man he again parts the door well, i say part the door he removes the wall and the staircase is there and she's she's in the middle of it trying to like make it go away during the song but he just appears on the stairs and she asks who he is and he's like 
I am the light of the world. Um, if you drink of my, drink of my blood, excellent. That he's saying that he's God, yes. but more poetically than that. <laughs> <laughs> and she again just is unable to handle even the thought, which understandable again is very. Some if a wall disappeared, a staircase replaced it. A glowing staircase at that, and then a, a man, a, like a old man in his like fifties or sixties or however old that man is, just like descends and is like, "Hi, <laughs> me in the sparkly suit. I am God." <laughs> I'd be like concerned about myself. <laughs> I'd be like, "Ooh, I'm not sure. I'm yeah. doing okay." She seems tempted when he like puts out a hand to her and then catches herself and then backs away but as soon as she runs back into the cabin it's pretty much gone again and again I thought she was like having like a a mental health crisis but again that's not (laughs) where we're going in this backtracking a little bit in the previous conversation that um, Milagros Milagros actually had with Susanna um she it was found out that Milagro used to sing uh, because Susanna was telling Milagro about Suma Latina about her plans with Maria to like make a band and you know sing and maybe go somewhere with it and Milagro was sharing a bit of her backstory but uh, Susanna was unsuccessful in convincing Milagro to sing for her I only bring it up because it comes up later. But when we next check in, Susanna in this moment is in the kitchen with Janice. Janice. Uh, and they seem to have a quite comfortable relationship. I would guess because um, she's her freaking ch- drug dealer. <laughs> I, I was. She <laughs> <laughs> was like, yeah, the ecstasy you gave me. Like, and I was like, hello? Oh, the the matron, Sister Bernada, uh, catches uh, her there when she was in, her as in Susanna, when she was specifically instructed to remain in her cabin. And Susanna just says that they were making lentils together, but she gets dismissed from the kitchen. Is the scene in the cafeteria after that or before that? The one where, where they sing? Yes. It could be a little bit before I think maybe when I think okay I think after Melegro gets yelled at by Maria she goes to uh, Sister Bernarda and they and it's kind of like these kids are high stro- or like da 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 or something like that and then or no she's teaching her a dance right yeah well yes because um Basically, Sister Bernada declares herself modern. She's like, why do you think and they brought me to here? Think of ways to... Because <laughs> you're modern. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Let's see this modern modernity, like, um, express itself. Um, but I think she, she did something that got her in the good graces of the Pope in 1984. And she has held on to that very securely. <laughs> As one should. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> But she has not seemed to progress from them. And I think probably uh, 
sister uh, Milagro has like had contact with sister Bernada before but when she was younger because she seemed to share a kind of um, I think sister Bernada not sister Bernada sister Milagro is 28 um, at the current time so I don't know how much younger she would have been but they had had a conversation where Bernada had told Milagro that music makes miracle music makes miracles milagros <laughs> holy alliteration um and that has stuck with her and but milagro is a bit convinced that the things that bernada wants to teach the girls now is not gonna be the same kind of things that she could have taught girls when she was younger because they they're grown now it's not gonna be it's a different kind of grown yeah (laughs) but uh they end up singing a fairly cute song together um when i saw it them performing it it made me smile yeah uh i don't remember what it it sounds uh, like but it's like i'm happy why are you happy (laughs) something something (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't remember the tune, but it is something like, I'm happy. Why are you happy? I'm happy. Tell me why you're happy. And then it's it's very cute. Like, they have a whole dancing moment. They go to the piano. I'm like, wow, these yeah. women are working. I love it. <laughs> but yes, that's the story I like her. And yeah, it's very cute. It's very sweet. Um, I think she almost, she as in uh, Sister Bernada almost kicks Milagro in the face when she's getting up on the piano (laughs) but that's to the point so after a conversation with um, Janice uh, again mentioning how the girls have this band Suma Latina Um, it's a conversation with Milagro as well Uh, Sister Bernada who really wants to reach uh, the girls of the camp through music decides to go and speak to Maria who is um, still in her cabin. So Bernada appears, kind of startling uh, Maria, but they, she tries to demonstrate uh, what she wants to show the girls, which is a fairly lame dance. But yeah, it's like uh, Maria right. kind of Cut sees, because the, the song is, also, by the way, I just remembered when um, Bernada is teaching Milagro, is I just you just Milagro is like it's un, I I'm pretty sure it's not on on purpose, but like unconsciously is making it somewhat sexy in a weird way. She's like like when the, the cutting down the center. She's like I don't know. I just thought it was really funny because it's like very straightforward, <laughs> but she's like, and a uh, hip shake, and I'm like, that's not there. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, Maria, kind of listening to the song, not even really paying attention to what Bernada is doing, but listening to the song, which is like something about uh, finding yourself through faith. She has like a mini um, breakdown and 
Bernada immediately interprets this as she's so moved <laughs> by what she's doing. Um, but uh, Maria, <laughs> Maria is just like I have seen God, and <laughs> and Bernada's like, of course you have <laughs> because of the song. No, no, no. Um, I have seen the man but then who she... is God, and she's like, Mm-mm. <laughs> no. Are you making fun of me? Like, like she, she tries her best to explain and. Bernard is just like not getting it until until she just veers off in a completely wrong direction, mm-hmm. but uh, Bernard doesn't believe her, and like you said, accuses her of making fun of her. So she leaves, and Maria is just even more confused and conflicted than she was in the beginning. We then cut back to Milagro. I I will remember her name once in this podcast. <laughs> I will remember it. Um, but we cut back to Milagro, who is, um, after the conversation that, um, she had with the girls, seems to be, uh, reminiscing on her past, um, with her singing, and she goes through a suitcase in this, like, it's like a junk storage room, nobody really seems to go in there, but she's digging through some of her old things, and she ends up putting on an old dress, and... Uh, lipstick she takes off her habit and she's just standing there I'm guessing like she did um, in her more youthful days Uh, Susanna is actually outside just hanging out eating a lollipop or some kind of candy I don't know but she's just chilling and she overhears uh, Sister Milagro singing she doesn't know who's singing at first and so she peers in to see and she's singing um todas las flores. what is it called i like the like the chorus bit the call and response yeah, yeah. it seems to be Maybe it's at this moment, maybe it was sometime before, but I believe it was likely at this moment where Susanna fell in love with Milagro. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she kind of makes her way into, like, not in sight of Milagro. Just sort of um, hiding, but also still but, watching her. A little creepy, but you know. Yeah, <laughs> a little. Um, but the thing that you have to remember, um, which made me just a, a bit um, uncomfortable. She's 28 the and the other one's that, a teenager. Uh, yes. She, uh, yes, Susanna is 17. Yeah. The whole time, like, so, I think the first time I good. watched it, that sort of washed over me that she was 28. Like, I didn't, like, that re- didn't register with me. Um, and I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. gay love story. We love it. And then this time watching, I was like, girl, <laughs> I'm like, cause I guess, cause I'm so much closer to her age now. But like, you know, I'm, I'm just mm-hmm. like a 17 year old though. Ooh, I'm not sure about this. I feel I just I don't know why they could have literally made that um, habit nun any age. They could have made her yeah, literally any age to make this not be so so bad. 
It could have been like she's 20, she just got into it, and um, Susanna's 18, like, or turning 18, or something like that. I mean, it's yeah. still a little, like, predatory to be like, I'm gonna wait until you turn 18, and then I got ya. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's... It... <laughs> I mean, Better. I think I tried to play it off by by making um, Milagros so timid and, like, yeah, like the most, like, skittish person to show that she's not really the... She wouldn't necessarily be the aggressor in any kind of relationship that they have, but it's still, like... Yeah. Like, <gasps> not sure about... Like, I, I'm here for the gay at any point in time, but mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. too sure about it. An 11-year age difference where one of the people is a teenager still yeah plus there's that whole thing about sexual abuse in the church (laughs) yep in the church like like it's just we're just gonna gloss over that um so the next scene (laughs) um is maria again having taken a dip in the pool i'm guessing to try to cleanse her head and failing goes back to sister bernada um, and is trying to again tell her that she has seen God um, and initially Bernard is not really listening to her but she gets more into it um, the fact that God is uh, the the person the man in the suit is singing to her and Bernada just asks what does he sing and again Maria doesn't know but Bernada knows that it's Whitney Houston yeah because she loves Whitney Houston. I'm guessing nuns listen to Whitney Houston all the time. I don't know what (laughs) nuns do. But I'm guessing that after hearing that, Bernada takes it as a sign because she knows who Whitney Houston is. And And he's like, oh uh, my God, would God descend the stairs and sing Whitney Houston? That is the sign. I guess so. I guess so. Hearing that she decides uh, to help Maria uh, in whatever way she can and apparently Maria doesn't know how to pray which I'm like if you've been going to this church camp what is this camp <laughs> it's a camp run by nuns do they not is it is it not a religious camp have you never because I've I've been on religious retreats we have to pray so I don't know what this camp is where it's run by nuns but you never pray <laughs> tell me what it is um still uh she gets instructed by bernada on how to pray for the next time that god comes to speak or rather sing to her um in the same time we see susanna who is out on what looks like a tennis court uh, that's uh, not currently being used meeting with Joseba her boyfriend um, and they like make out and like I don't know it do is... third basey stuff yeah. with each other Some and she's like stuff, practicing. And she's practicing choreo while um, Maria's practicing to pray so we have that juxtaposition yeah. I suppose mm-hmm. we have minor conversations with um, Milagro and Janice? Janice about the fact that uh, Janice, which was mentioned earlier, but we'll just mention it now that her a boyfriend left for Alicante and 
she doesn't have one anymore and Milagro is going to let the girls sneak out because the producer's party is that night and they're meant to be going because she wants them to you know pursue their dreams because she knows what the music industry is like and even though she was only on the local scene she's sure that it's all the same and it must be really hard so any opportunity that they can get is worthwhile and she's gonna pray for them and Janice asks for her to pray for her too so that she can get a man um, the girls meanwhile don't seem to be going to that producer's party. Maria, I Maria think, asks, is, are you going? Um, and Susanna's like, no, I wouldn't go without you. And Maria's like, I don't mm -hmm. want you to miss this opportunity. And Susanna's like, wow, since when is it my opportunity? Well, this was our thing. We were doing this together um, mm -hmm. kind of thing. And yeah and this is like in the bathroom while maria's trying to hide the fact that she's reading a bible so which i don't i don't see why you're literally at a religious camp yeah. i guess she just doesn't want to explain um she probably just doesn't want to have to go through the whole thing um but still um but yeah the girls have not really recovered their friendship properly at this point um Sister Milagro sees that they're still there, they don't seem to be going anywhere, and confronts them on the fact that they're not going to the party. She uh, has a talk with Maria first. Um, they had a conversation earlier about changing versus staying the same. She doesn't know about the fact that Maria sees God yet, so she notices that Maria's acting a bit off but doesn't know what to make of it and so kind of just like blesses her and sends her off to bed. Then she goes and tries to do a similar thing with Susanna but they get like weirdly tense about it. Um, I guess they're trying to still have that friendship but we know what we know. So... <laughs> I mean, you can see that yeah. Susanna's sort of, like, struggling with understanding what's going on with herself yeah. a little bit. Because, like, yeah, I mean, presumably up until this point, she's assumed she was heterosexual. So, mm -hmm. like, having this conversation with the woman who may have, in your mind, turned you gay. It's like, how do I how do I talk to you <laughs> the way that we did before uh, when I feel very yeah. differently now? God appears again to Maria uh, upon this evening. He descends the stairs. I could not uh, unhear the TikTok, by the way, in this this bit. Because it's... Um, I think, right? And just like the da 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 That's what I had in my head the whole time. But like it happened, like it just did the one time and he went into singing and I was like, that's incorrect. That's not how that goes anymore. But yes, I have nothing. And at the end of the song, he's basically like, what what do you got for me and she she does like the whole process that she's been instructed to do 
and she opens the Bible and begins to read about proclaiming God's name and uh, the whole thing about being his servant and the whole thing. The whole time he, you can tell he's like, what the? This is not what I want. <laughs> and it's like, he what? laughs at her. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know if I could handle God laughing directly <laughs> in my face. Like, I don't think... I don't think that's a thing that I would be able to get over in yeah. my lifetime. Yeah. So, I'm just saying. Yeah. Same. I think, yeah, I would be utterly destroyed. I, I, I would, I mean, God laughing at I don't know. Yeah, having that devastating conversation where he just disappears uh, from her. Maria ends up sleeping outside that evening. Uh, and is stumbled upon by Sister Milagro, who thinks she's dead immediately upon seeing her she's out like, there. She's not breathing. In, 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 in she's not breathing. <laughs> I'm like, wait, did you she, check she, her pulse? What's happening? She clearly did not, because when she when she screams loud enough, she wakes up. Um, but she calls for everyone to come, and they do. And they're all concerned seeing her outside. Uh, Sister Bernada tries to play it off, just like, you know, she just likes to be outside and sleep with the thing. And then she's like, how did our thing go last night? Just in front of everybody while Maria is trying to catch herself one, but also like she came to you in, 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 in privacy, yeah. in confidence. <laughs> like you can't, <laughs> you have, you have no idea, but the secret gets outed. Um, that, that, and I love the way that it comes about as well um, because she's trying to keep the secret but Bernada is too excited about it mm-hmm. and things she, she just keeps hinting at a thing that's happening between them and Susanna's not having it it's like what secret what's happening what's going on and finally Maria's like okay 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 God came to see me and Susanna's like I'm sorry God our Lord <laughs> this, this is what the Lord our this is the way she says the Lord our God it's like <laughs> I had to watch that scene twice I was just cackling I was like oh god but that is an appropriate reaction yeah. <laughs> when your friend when your friend tells you. <laughs> exactly. It's like I think God has come to see me. Like, which God? Like the Lord our God, God above God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Oh boy, but it's revealed, and it all starts to fall apart in that moment where. Uh, <laughs> Sister Milagro is like, we have to tell the Vatican, we have to tell people, and she, she, uh, Sister Bernada sends her off, um, <laughs> runs like, her out. Find the dialing code or something like that, the area code. Go, go call. <laughs> and it's like, I don't need to chill for a minute. Susanna just wants um, Maria to explain, explain that, and explain why she hasn't told her. Uh, but uh, she can't get any words out with uh, Bernada there. So Bernada ends up sending everyone outside and Maria's like, uh, she's like to Maria, okay, we're alone now like you wanted, but Maria wants to be alone alone (laughs) without anybody there. So (laughs) um, 
Bernada has to end up leaving as well. But doesn't she tell her straight away, though, that God laughed at her? Yes, she does. She does in that scene. I forgot that she does. Um, but, yeah, no, she tells her that God laughed at her. Sad times. <laughs> Milagro is brushed off, having apparently reached the Vatican um, somehow. And Susanna ends up breaking up with Joseba. Um, she blows him off. Maria is frustrated because it didn't work and now she's worried that God is never going to come to see her again because she's in love with God. I don't know if we made that clear. She's in love Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> this is so disturbing. <laughs> they easily, easily could have just hired a younger man. Like, easily. And this would have <laughs> felt a little less weird. Like, I understand that God mm-hmm. is God and therefore could be a very old-looking man because first person or first being on the uni- in the universe I don't know whatever you know what I mean like I can understand the visualization mm-hmm. of God being an old man but for the purposes of this narrative where a young <laughs> girl is in love with God I would I would I would have, I would have been okay with them casting an <laughs> man I would I would have been fine with it I would have been like yeah that makes sense okay mm-hmm. But no, that wasn't the choice they made. But no, <laughs> it was not. After a zip line begins to be installed by in uh, the campgrounds by Carlos, uh, Sister Bernada um, Melegro. What the hell is wrong with me? Melegro. Sister Melegro goes to um, speak to Maria because she's basically been, um, I guess not really around or much left her bed since that moment and they have a conversation um about feelings and like what maria should and shouldn't maybe be feeling about um how the thing went uh i don't remember it exactly um but i do remember that susanna was listening outside and having apparently had enough about it oh comes right. yes in i think so yeah, yeah. Deci- milagro is like telling her to give up or something like that um in terms of mm-hmm. the god thing and Susanna's like you don't tell my best friend to give up and that it's not worth it and da 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 and she comes in and she's like all guns are blazing and she's like Mm, we don't just like not talk about our feelings because I'm in love with you so aggressively. I'm in love with you, sister. <laughs> and it's like, oh, maybe you shouldn't be, but okay. You're a teenager and that makes sense, I suppose, but you know, whatever. It truly just came out of left field. Like, I didn't know she was like in love with her, in love with her. Right. It fully for, for me came out of left field. <laughs> um, as it did for everyone oh. in that scene as well. Maria seems ecstatic at the news and immediately um, goes to hug and spend time with uh, with Susanna. Milagro can't seem to cope very well and leaves them. And for the first time, we see Not Susanna and Maria have. Not before she gets kissed have... by Susanna. Oh, that is true. 
that is that I'm like, it's like I'm just, I'm just like it's not like I'm not I'm like I'm not gonna come kiss you or something like that I don't know she says something that is the opposite of like I'm coming to kiss you right now and then she goes over to kiss her I'm just out here I'm just out here blocking things out <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like it didn't it didn't happen it didn't happen um, yeah <laughs> but yeah she goes over she like plants one on her and Malegra is like and runs away as one should as one should Maria and Susanna have the first heartfelt conversation that they have with each other um, in the film where uh, you see that Susanna kind of fully believes whatever it is that Maria is experiencing uh, she doesn't mm-hmm. question it or anything and they seem to be actually like really supportive of each other and you can kind of see how they're friends so yeah. I, I appreciated that conversation that they had. Meanwhile, Milegro and Bernada are having a conversation and it ultimately comes about to the fact that Bernada, um, Milegro decides to leave because <laughs> she cannot. And I understand why she can't. Um, but she just decides that maybe this isn't the life that she should be pursuing, I guess and decides to go another way and Bernard is fairly okay with it like she doesn't try to stop her she doesn't do anything she's encouraging she just says she'll she'll miss you and she's very uh Megra is very sad to leave the girl she's like when you meet them you're gonna be uh like they're some of the best girls you you will have met and I'm just like oh it's sad it's cute Janice gets a man in the form of Carlos and <laughs> like that gets resolved and the girls have actually concocted a plan of like how to maybe get God to come back again um, because they know that God was disappointed in Maria's performance of praying to him um, because of course if someone comes and sings to you why would you get on your knees and declare yourself their slave so they get into costume Meanwhile, uh, Bernada is having an epiphany that music makes miracles happen. So she goes and she collects her tape player and she runs off to to go to the girls. But they've already figured it out. So yeah. <laughs> they're about to do a performance to the wall and hope that God appears. Yeah. <laughs> the performance that they do yeah. is not one that I expected. For God, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> for God, the outfits. But I'm guessing it. Um, they end up singing. I do like the harmony. But also, yeah. So to describe their outfits, they're in like silvers, spandex, underwear, and a cape. Mm-hmm. For God, yeah. I just <laughs> don't know about that. But you know, go ahead, go off. Spark, sparkly, it's belly out for God, belly out for the Lord. Um, and also, they're dancing. It's not like they're we, just standing. There's, they're like fully dancing and gyrating. There's the one move where they like have the hand on the ground and they're like shaking their ass. It's yeah, a lot, man. <laughs> it's a lot. For <laughs> Banana's just like sitting and there, then, like, ah! 
also Malegros comes in as well but she's out of habit she's in like her red sundress uh, with lipstick and her hair is down um, so she's also sitting there and the wall disappears the wall they're in the middle of it the wall disappears and Susanna's like holy shit <laughs> but they keep going because the show must go on yes. um, even as like, God descends she's like to <laughs> she's like to to um she's she's the thing it's like uh you 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 take the you take the lead and uh <laughs> maria's just going for it meanwhile <laughs> milagro is like girls do you see what's happening stop stop what you're doing stop doing all of this like fake grinding things it's <laughs> like this is what god wants of us you don't understand <laughs> <laughs> it's just i love it so oh. much um and it is it is truly what God wants of what what God wants of Maria, mm-hmm. um, because there's silence for a second, and then all the lights behind him turn on, and he starts singing step by step, <laughs> and he they know that he is delights. And they all like get into it step by step. Yeah. And so, yeah, after Step by Step is sung, Maria holds all of her friends and then ascends the staircase to God and the movie's over. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just Not like, before... we all just witnessed yeah. a miracle happen. <laughs> like, is no one going to question why this girl went to camp and never came back? <laughs> Like, is that not going to be a thing that happens? Like, she's still 17. Yeah. Like... Her parents would be understandably concerned she went to camp and never returned. Like, and and the only thing that's going to be is these three people who are going to have the story that God came and took her. What? (laughs) Sounds like a murder conspiracy to me. It does, especially when everyone else at that camp was away for kayaking. Yeah. And they know that those two girls are the troublemakers. Um, Like, it sounds like a murder plot. It sounds like a murder plot. It sounds like a murder plot. It does. That's what I would come away thinking. Like, if someone, like, whatever the next scene is, when everybody comes back and is like, hey, where's Maria? No, she went up with God, you know. She's chilling upstairs. I'd be like, hmm. Like you killed her? And 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 Sister Malegro suddenly quits. Yeah. Just like... <laughs> suddenly quits and runs off with a teenager. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> okay, let's get into the ratings. All right, so first off, music and choreography. Um... Not a lot of choreography apart from the dance that the girls did at the end. And um, the, the... The dance was... Uh, oh, fuck. Na, 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 na. Da, 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 Estoy alegre. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Actually, Estoy alegre is, gives them a bit more bonus points because the dance at the end with the girls was like 
questionable questionable at best um <laughs> but <laughs> estoy alegre is actually pretty pretty good at dancing on tables it's very carefree and fun there's a whole piano involved like effort was put in yeah. um as for the music i mean it's intermixed with whitney houston songs and some original songs i don't really feel in a particular way about the original songs like they're cute um but it's not really like oh my god this is a this is a banger i have to have it on repeat kind of a thing and it's not just because they're in spanish um so i would say for music and choreography i'd give this a like a like a 3.5 sure yeah i think 3.5 ahead pieces sure. um yeah i liked um todos las flores and the one that maria sings Mm-hmm. It has the word la, la mother in it, but I don't remember what it's called. Um, but yeah, the one that she sings along. That's it. Um, si esto es fe. Don't come for me <laughs> for my Spanish. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I I enjoyed those two songs. I mean, also <laughs> I also like the last song, but it is. Uh, sight is <laughs> a choice was made, you know, and it it's a choice that happens on the stage play, as far as I can tell, because um, I've watched like a couple perform like a couple clips and stuff. Um, so there's that, but um, yeah, overall, I would say yeah. 3.5 sounds fine. It's not like, yeah, they're all, they're fine songs. They're okay. And like, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I did they're like fine. them. So okay, no. I, I did like them. It's just like, they're okay, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not bad. They're just not, like, explosive. Um, yeah. Right, so next story. Um, story. So, yeah, this is a comedy. Um, I don't know if we made that clear in the outset. Um, <laughs> this is a comedy musical, so it's 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 not meant to be taken terribly seriously. Um, uh, so with that in mind, I would say for the story, it's a little confusing uh, at first until you realize that they're being actually factual with all of the stuff that's happening. It's not like a joke. Yeah. So when when you realize that, it's like ah. Okay then. All right. This is this is fine. Um, so, I I appreciate it. It was cohesive. They didn't have too many characters. You could really focus in on the stories of the people in the camp. Um, it was all about the women. Um, so that was uh, a bit refreshing. Um, again. Um, I say refreshing like musicals aren't based around women but there's a difference <laughs> when it's just all women in yeah. a thing yeah. um, for story um, I would say oh, what's, a, what's, a, what's a good number I think I'm gonna stick with 
five very mm-hmm. large Bibles. I think that's where I'm gonna stay. Yeah. Yeah, the story, like I said earlier on, it does feel a bit like a fever dream. Like if I mm-hmm. like with without visuals, like as we're explaining it to you. I'm pretty sure at one point or another you had to like go back and listen again because you're like, wait, what happened? Because that's what how I felt while watching it. I was like, wait, what happened? Um, yeah, just weird things happen all the time. Um, but I, yeah, still cool, I guess. The story isn't terribly complicated. It's like two stories not really I mean it's one story and half a story like the subplot of Susanna and Milagro is like not really much of a plot um, it just mm-hmm. sort of happens but the main meat is still um, good to I don't know get to listen, watch or whatever um, so yeah I'll give it I'll give it um, 3.25 large bibles and overall enjoyment i enjoyed it i enjoyed like it didn't feel very long it kept moving so i was like i i wish that some bits like you mentioned were able to be fleshed out a bit more um which is strange because i also feel like it is i also feel like so much happened but at the same time not enough so I don't know how to interpret that right now um but I I like I I fully was engaged in what was happening uh and it was it was a fun time as well uh it's just it's just it's just nice I don't really know how to (laughs) explain it like if you go into it knowing it's a comedy and knowing not to take it too seriously and just expecting that these women are going to cry in every scene then you know it's, it's a good time uh, so I will say for overall enjoyment I would give it 3.75 no that's a lie I'll give it no that's accurate actually 3.75 <laughs> staircases to heaven oh my god it's a stairway to heaven this entire thing has just been a reference (laughs) Um, sad yeah I enjoyed it obviously Um, I'm the one who brought it to the cast I was like hey let's listen let's watch it and talk about it Um, I really enjoyed it It's, it's fun it's just it's ridiculous in its premise and it's just like run with it and it's like really just it's really fun to just like ex- have it happen to you um and so yeah i agree i'll give it like 3.75 um stairways to heaven as well yeah tell me more tell me more we have obsessions tell me more tell me more we have obsessions um okay so not much in the way of obsessions really however a writer by the name of willie mukendi hopefully i'm not saying that wrong 
Willie Mukendi, um, has just announced her new play that I thought was interesting, only because it's basically a whodunit. It's called Sheep. Um, if you want to look up more info, it's the same person who I think has wrote Catfish the Musical, if I'm not incorrect. Um, but yeah, if you want to know more, <laughs> this is a very short segment. If you want to know more, the, uh, <laughs> they are auntie underscore Willie on Instagram. And you can find her there. I have a, it's not an obsession, but it's like a thing that I'm upset about. And I have like nowhere else to, <laughs> like, nowhere else to put these thoughts. But there is a Christmas music, no, incorrect. There is a Christmas movie, Hallmark movie, that mm-hmm. came out on the first, I believe, starring Aaron Tveit and um, Laura Osnes, and it's not a musical. Okay. How? <gasps> Someone please Illegal. explain to me how they hired how two do they have Aaron Tveit. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> two amazing Broadway stars and they're like hi we're gonna actually just have you guys fall in love on screen but you're not gonna sing a sentence excuse me no wrong i feel like i feel like that's a crime right that's a crime literally everybody needs to go to jail like all of them need to go to jail because like i mean it's still <laughs> very very squarely in the middle of like my favorite kind of like hallmark movie which is like a Christmas movie where one of the people is royal and they like film in like Romania or something. Like that's like mm-hmm. quite squarely in my like November, December watches. And then they added the <laughs> the aspect of there being Broadway people. So I was like, yes, okay, great. This is like even more of my thing. And then they were like, actually though, they're gonna sing I don't know, Winter Wonderland or something for the soundtrack. For the soundtrack? <laughs> Illegal. <laughs> but, yeah. I can see that you're very, you're very upset about I this. I am so upset about it. Because <laughs> I, like, I unironically watch so many Hallmark Christmas movies or made-for-TV Christmas movies around this time and it's just like they had they were just so close to having pretty much the perfect hallmark christmas movie for me and they just i mean it had it has all of the tropes too like the black best friend and the presumably gay best friend it's like so close so very close to the perfect i don't know anyway that's that's (laughs) All I have to say. <laughs> um, you can follow us. Thank you for listening to the episode. And you can follow us on <laughs> social media at um, TMM, TMM Podcast on both Instagram and Twitter. You can follow us on Tumblr at tellmemoretellmemorepodcast.tumblr.com. You can email us at tellmemoretellmemorepodcast at gmail.com. You can become a patron on Patreon patreon.com forward slash tmm tmm podcast and um we also have a we have playlists of our favorite songs from each musical 
um, that we watch on Spotify. So if you go onto Spotify and search TMM, TMM podcast, um, you will find a profile that has 2018 faves, 2019 faves, 2020 faves. Again, thank you for listening. And you can catch us again next week for our second installment of, not next week, the week after, for our second installment mm-hmm. of November. Until then, I've been your host, Leah. And I've been your host, Adicia. And this has been Tommy More Tommy Marvel Podcast. Goodbye! Goodbye!